this week. Welcome to the Full Nelson Press. Press. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. I'm here with my co-host Peter O'Brien. You can find him on Twitter at MVP360. You can find myself on Twitter at Johnny J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. And you can find the Full Nelson Press on Twitter at TFMP. Pete, how you been, bud? Brandon, we finally got an event to watch with fans there. So <laughs> Kinda. I don't know. They're paid to be there. They were paid to be there, but it helped. You know, right. it did help. But, yo, in your house. It was pretty cool. I dug it. I liked the set. Uh, I liked uh, some of the nostalgia stuff. Didn't really need. But uh, overall presentation, I liked uh, I liked how they brought all of it back. Yeah, I dug it. I got some news for you first. We're going to get into the news roundup brought to you by WrestlingPages.com. Make sure you check out the Wrestling Pages app on the App Store and on Google Play. First thing, let's just get it out of the way. Kyrie Sane has been injured for a second time uh, from Nia Jax. Oh my God, Nia! Nia <laughs> the Destroyer. Nia the Destroyer. I like that. Yeah, uh, she. Uh, she is just like someone was trying to defend her, and listening to how he defended her, I'm just like, dude, no, it's not. She's hurting people. Like she's reckless in the ring. She got called up too quick. And she should have stayed in NXT a little longer and developed. Like, I don't hate Nia Jax. Like, I like what she, like, is. Like, big, powerful woman in the division. Like, you know, like Awesome Kong. I really like right. her, too. Or Carmel when she was in the roster. And Which then awesome the Bella Kong. Twins ruined it. So, to me, it's like, I-, I wish she was better in the ring. But, like, even when you watch her, she's just sloppy. And She's you're just like, sloppy. oh my god. I'm the same way, like, I don't want to hate Naya, but I really like Kyrie, so it's it's starting to be that way, man. Right? Like, what else can you say? Stop it. Right. Just stop hurting people, yeah. Naya. Maybe just go back down to NXT. You're the one who needs to be back in NXT. Yeah, be a buddy. Yeah, quit telling other people to go back to NXT when you definitely should be back in NXT. Next, uh, Matt Riddle, he has officially been called up to SmackDown. What do you think about this, Pete? So he even came out on Twitter saying, I'm not worried about getting buried. And it's like, dude, you should worry. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Matt Riddle is, he's been a celebrity before WWE, and it's just picked up steam even more. I, I just find it really hard for him to get buried. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, but like, it's almost like now I'm starting to see like a rift between main roster, <clears throat> I mean, Randy Orton, versus nxt yeah it's like dude you guys are all working together like why he tweeted last night saying i saw in your house was on i didn't get to see all the kicks or slaps to the thighs sorry i missed it you just dogged your own company's product he still thinks nxt is the indies Orton, what are you doing? You're getting advertised for the worst wrestling match of all time. There's no way it's going to live up to that name. But to dog, like, your other, like, co-workers, like, chill out, dude. Get off, like, your pedestal. 
Oh, I know. I, I I completely agree. I think um, AJ Styles is another one that's like that. Who I mean, until they actually bring him up to the main roster, he doesn't even care what their name is. Some of these guys are better than actually all of them are better than you. I would put anybody above Orton right now. He's so boring. Yeah, well, he's got the most surprising move in the world, Pete. Yeah, the but RKO. it's not even surprising anymore. No, it's not. I mean, they're trying really hard to make it surprising because they've run out of all the ideas they can because it's only one move that he focuses on. He used to have so many other moves, and now he's just like, I got to stomp on his hand. I'm going to stomp on his foot. I'm going to stomp on his... I'm going to stomp on his other foot. And when I get him all on the ground, I'm going to slowly grab his hand and take my time, and I'm going to stomp on his other hand. (laughs) And then I'll kick him in the head. No, he won't even do that. If he he brought back honey... Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, Who do you want to see Matt Riddle face first? I don't know. <laughs> Is it because you don't know who to pick or you don't know who's on the blue brand? <laughs> I don't, both. It could be both. It's, I'm so hesitant right now. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I like, I was just starting to like Riddle. I think he's got, like, his feet underneath him. Like, he's starting to become better in the ring. And I think he could be a star, but I just, I don't know why they called him up right now. I agree. Uh, I just see him, t- like, losing to Otis in six months, yep. man. <laughs> Uh, moving on, uh, Drake Maverick has been signed once again with the WWE. What an amazing story that they let him go, but let him keep wrestling, and then they brought him back for a cheaper wage. <laughs> like, if that was a work, if that was a storyline, I'm like, oh my god, Like, why would you even do that? But what else could it be? How, why did Drake Maverick get let go, period? And then why would Drake Maverick be like, no, I want my original contract? Well, there's reports coming in that they are now um, contacting people that they've released and asked them to come back for, like, less pay. And I think it came down to maybe they just, like, panicked and was like, release all these people we're paying for that we don't need to pay for anymore. Um, and then once they're like, oh, well, maybe we could start, maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe we're going to be able to get li- uh, live shows again. Um, then, they're, then they're like, hey. Let's ask. Let's uh, let's see if these people want to come back. Did you see, I can't remember where it was, Zack Ryder had a interview where after they fired him, they texted, WWE texted his girlfriend asking if they could use his pool for the Mandy and Otis shoot. Not him, who owns the house, but his girlfriend. No. <laughs> like, why would you? I don't get, some of the stuff that WWE does, I'm just like, what? Exactly. I don't know. That's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. But hey, congratulations, Drake Maverick. Uh, Drake Maverick. I I hope you're at least making enough money to get by. I hope they don't be like, hey, here's a minimum wage. Come on back, bud. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Like, when I saw it, I was just like, you know, I fell for Drake Maverick. And then I saw he got I did a contract too. again. And I'm like, wait, what? Huh? And then Rusev's just like, I'm on Twitch. Come follow me. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's crazy how many wrestlers, whether they're under WWE contract or not, are now starting like live streams just to be like, hey, I'm bored as fuck. I can't yeah. do live shows anymore. Come watch me play Animal Crossing. Yeah. But hey, man, let's get right into NXT in your house. I love the classic setup, but I hated the opening band. Agent Orange, I think is what they, or Orange Code, or Code Orange. I don't know what they're called. They were horrendous. Oh, they're so bad. They were really bad. Like, when I mean bad, like, I'm watching them. The bass player isn't even playing, so I'm like, okay, so they're not even really playing. And I'm just like, this is bad. This is a bad song. It's not even good. (laughs) This song isn't good. No, it wasn't. Move on. Get in a match. I don't want to talk about Agent Orange. Orange Agent. Orange 
Aren't you glad we didn't have a better band? First match of the night is Maya Yim, Tegan Knox, and Shorty Blackheart versus Candice Del Rey, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. I don't know her. I think we saw her once on an NXT where she interfered in the Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai match, but that's pretty much all I know of her. First of all, you got to worry. It's Mia Yim, not Maya. It's Mia Yim. How do you not oh, know sorry. this yet? I'm sorry. She's the HBIC. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, jeez. So anyways, Shorty Blackheart coming out in a tank. I was just like, I don't know who this is, but this is awesome. Oh, she's done it before. She's awesome. Her name is Blackheart. And I'm like, how many Blackhearts are on NXT? Like, there's a lot of like Blackhearts. And it's like, okay, like, is this a thing? But, uh, you know, Minnie Gonzalez, she is Tamina (laughs) 2.0. She had four moves, and she was just really there for the muscle and, like, to throw someone around. Right. So I was like, whatevs. Candice LeRae, I'm not a fan of. I've never been a fan of. I like Tegan Knox um, and Dakota Kai, I was like, I'd rather just watch those two. Like, I'm okay with that. Um, Shorty Blackheart's full Nelson bridge submission move. Like, I was like, oh my god, that move's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty sick. I like it too. I really liked um, Tegan Knox. She's growing on me more. Uh, yeah. I really like Shorty Blackheart. I've seen her a couple matches now, and, and I, I really like her gimmick. I think she's going to do great in the WWE. But, like, Dakota Kai... I don't know. I've seen her. She's just, to me, she's filler. I like Candice LeRae. I think she has more personality than a lot of the women did in the ring. Yeah. But she's also super tiny, Like, which I don't know how well that's going to do in the WWE for. If I was looking at this match, I see Tegan Knox and Shorty Blackheart being something, and the rest kind of just puttering out. Like, it sucks, but, like, I don't see where they would fit. Welcome to NXT UK. I don't know, man. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I don't know. The crowd started chanting, this is awesome, 10 seconds into the crowd, uh, into the paper. Yeah. You're paying those people to do that, WWE. Just settle it down. When I heard that, I was just like, that's not a good start. I'm like, this is awesome. What's awesome about it? These aren't legends. Like, is there a huge buildup to this that I'm missing? Like, I didn't see any big payoff. Like, I was just like, so you're chanting, this is awesome? (laughs) For nothing. What? No, get out of here. Yeah, so Tegan Knox ends up pinning uh, Dakota Kai. The match, it was fun. I liked it. Yeah, I it think they fine. really tore it up. I think there was some timing issues for uh, sure. Yeah, there was some slop, and that's where like Dakota Kai I saw miss a couple spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnie Gonzalez, I saw her miss like 12. <laughs> that's her gimmick, dude. I'm just sitting there, my like, God, this is not meshing well. And it could be, I don't know, like it is harder for wrestlers to do it without the fans. Those guys are just yeah. yelling random things i was like this is dumb like yeah i agree let's move on to the next match it's finn balor versus damian priest i know you've been waiting for this one dude dude huge fan of balor i might be biased because i just hate damian priest so much Uh, this match was just kind of a flop for me i don't think so i actually am on the side of i really liked it and i'd say it's probably the match of the night oh you think so easily i think the match was just fantastic um it was aggressive there was different moves being done balor looks great damian priest who i'm not a big fan of easily put out his best performance and like dude he fell off the ring onto the steel steps i don't care who you are that's that was pretty nuts that i'll give him that one that and the thun the just the thud you already hits him (laughs) but 
the thing is too is like he still looks strong because it took that and then like jumping on the back of his head and then a coup de grace for to win sure but also to get there that means that damien priest they had to throw him onto the stairs he had to then stand up and then roll back into the ring himself for yep. finn balor to finish him off like that was a big part for me that i was just like why 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 not have fucking uh balor go out there and grab him why how could he stand up from the that being landed on the steps like that and then just come moseying on back in but it happened like i, it I thought it was i thought it was a good match i'm i love the new balor character he needs I to too. go back to raw or no, leave him on NXT. No, man. he He's needs to go up there. He's too good, and you could take someone off uh, the Raw roster, like, I don't know, Matt Riddle, and put him back down. Rollins' character, I think, is very similar to uh, Bala's heel character right now. I no. mean, I think so. No, it is. Yeah. Whatever. It's, he's just very full of himself on a different show. Yeah, but he isn't trying to lead the masses. He's just like, yeah, I don't really care about anybody. Okay, you got me there. I'll Thank give you, you that one. Uh, next match uh, is the NXT North American Championship, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. This match was just Lee just squashing Gargano for the first half. He then contaminates Gargano by just throwing him through one of the sneeze guards into the audience. <laughs> COVID! COVID! <laughs> I, I am so bored of Gargano. Is that just me? Like, I don't know. But, like, one, when I saw he's going against Keith Lee, what the heck moves is Gargano going to do to Keith Lee except right. kick and jump? They should have made it no disqualifications. That's the only way this match would have been realistic in my eyes. Because no matter what Gargano did technically, no matter what submission moves or holds he put on, like Keith just had to stand up and throw him. The part where he's trying to do the arm bar and Keith Lee picks him up and power bombs him. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. It was cool. Johnny Gargano's like 120 pounds. Like, yeah, dude, you should be able to do that. (laughs) Right? Welcome to the cruiserweight division versus a guy who's not clearly in the cruiserweight division. Exactly. It was just too, I know like how they sometimes have like a big guy versus small guy, but like this was just too far like apart that I was just like, well, Keith Lee has to win this unless right. something dirty happens. But like Johnny Gargano, I'm just like, he needs to like go away for a little bit. Like, is I think he's the one that needs to go to a different show, put him on a SmackDown or a raw. Yeah. Give him something new. I think he's done with NXT for a while. I think NXT has made the Johnny Gargano character, whether it's face or heel has made it stale. Yeah. it's just kind of, I'm just kind of over it. The fact then Candice LeRae comes out and then Mia Yim comes out and I was like, okay. And then he tries to punch him with the key. He actually does it. But that should have been the finish. Like- that should have been the finish. <laughs> but yeah, because Keith Lee's like, yeah, whatever, man. I'm fine. This, I, yeah. don't even, I don't even feel it. Uh, one props was when they used the uh, the eye hole of the door to use as a camera That was angle. great. I'll I do have to give him that. That was. I like that. I, I did dig that. Um, and the Imperial March of Gargano sucks. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I yes. was like, that's a good one. But yeah, other than that, like Keith Lee winning wasn't shocking. He shouldn't lose. He should actually, in my eyes, be the NXT champion and not little tiny Adam Cole. This would be the same thing we would see if it was Adam Cole, right? Like, yeah. Cole's the same size as Gargano. No, Gargano's bigger than Cole. That's the thing. Are you serious? Dude, look at Adam Cole. He's tiny. Like, he's hey, I know he's tiny, tiny, dude. I believe you. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I, wouldn't w- I wouldn't be hyped for that match at all because I'm mm-hmm. just like, how are they going to do this? Undisputed upsets him, like whatever. No, Keith Lee should be the NXT champion. Like, he's the biggest name on that roster right now. You know, because they put Charlotte on there to make more star power. I think just making 
making Keith Lee the head of the NXT brand, I think is enough star power that they need. He's yep. he's charismatic as hell, um, and everyone who watches him becomes a fan immediately. Absolutely. So congratulations, Keith. You retained your title, uh, I guess. Uh, Yay! We're going to the NXT Championship match. Adam Cole versus the Velveteen Dream in a backlot brawl match. Uh, Adam Cole shows up in a monster truck. He It's an undisputed monster truck. He parks it right next to Becky Lynch's uh, semi-truck. But then uh, Dream shows up in a Ferrari dressed up as Negan from The Walking Dead. I think that may have been the moment of the night for me. That yeah, one was, was cool awesome. That was cool. Ah, man, I'm, I don't know how this is going to go, but I'm kind of over the cinematic wrestling matches. This one wasn't too cinematic, but I get what you mean. Like, this one was yeah. just kind of dipping its toes into it a little bit. Calling an Uber? What? <laughs> that was pretty good, dude. Shut up. That was dumb. And then later, a lift shows up with the rest of the Undisputed Era yeah. in it. Who takes him out? Uh, The dude with the mustache. I can't remember his name. Dexter, Dexter something. Dexter something. I, I he don't know. steals two of the Undisputed Era's uh, members and then just leaves. We don't know what happened to Kyle O'Reilly. I think was the only one that was left. I don't know. I, to be honest, I kind of lost where Kyle O'Reilly went. Uh, Adam Cole falling on a windshield was sweet. Yes. Good for him. Even though I'm not an Adam Cole fan, I have been saying it since the beginning. You have an entrance. That's it. Wow. What? His matches. I have said. That match was entertaining, but not because of Adam Cole, because Adam Cole can't really do much. I think he's a great performer. I, I like his moveset. He's I like what he right. does. He can perform, but really, I'm not a fan of him. Just because when you have Velveteen Dream standing next to him, I'm like, dude, Dream, just end this guy. Like, let's go. And if you had an opportunity, like, you're bragging about how long he's had the title, why wouldn't Dream win that last night? You would have switched it. You could have moved Undisputed up to the main roster because they're getting stale down in NXT. They've already taken on everybody. You want a group to move up and make an impact? Move Undisputed up to the main roster. Have them take on Rollins's crew. I think they're holding that off until they get a live crowd. I think so, too. I heard reports that they were going to do a big angle for the summer, and I think they're holding off on it. And I think the Undisputed Era taking over a brand might be that angle that they were talking about. As long as Adam Cole doesn't have the world title, like he shouldn't have it. The belt's bigger than him. It's not just Adam Cole. It's the Undisputed Era. I love the era. I love Fish and O'Reilly. And because I, I, I could see Adam Cole as a tag as a world heavyweight champion. I can see him as universal champion as long as the Undisputed is there. Exactly. That's the only way you can do it. But I don't mind that. I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I like the it's, idea it's of the fine, Undisputed but, Era. but, dude, the main roster is different. Dude, Orton walks up to Adam Cole. Adam Cole comes up to his belly button. But if he's standing on Bobby Fish, he can look at him eye to eye. I think that's just where I'm at with, like, the Undisputed Era. And I know they're, that's probably why Dream didn't win. Which is a bummer. Velveteen Dream is the most polished wrestler in NXT. He has a gimmick. He's great in the ring. Even though there was some times where they flubbed up a little bit. Like they missed some punches. His entrance is great. His merchandise is great. His promos are great. He gets it. He does. And you need to put people like that as the face of your company. Hell, Biggie Langston, all he had was three ain't enough. I need five. Uh, right and then he became nxt champion he became a star and you got to know him put belts on your people that you need to like show off your brand more the one thing i didn't like about the finish was dream gets into this monologue for no fucking reason 
just for Cole to punch him in the dick. Yeah. It's just such a stupid shit show of a finish. For all everything they went through, just for him to be like, and this is how I'm going to carry it out once I'm NXT champion, dick punch, one, two, three, we're done. Like wrestlers sitting in the back going, don't monologue before you try to win a title. It never works. We've all seen it. Adam Cole retains. I don't know who's next for him. Uh, because, yeah. I mean, we're going to get into the next match, which is Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion uh, Cross. Is Karrion Cross the next one up in line for Adam Cole? Because if that's the case, I mean, he's going to get destroyed, right? He could destroy all of Undisputed. So who knows? I don't know where to go with that. Like, I honestly don't. But let's get into it. Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. Yeah, it was a squash match. It was a squash match. If you wanted to put over a guy, that's how you do it. They finally put over a guy who they've been hyping up that they're just like, yeah, he's the next big thing. He's our star. And he destroyed Tommaso Ciampa. I would have rather have seen Tommaso Ciampa lose to Keith Lee and have Gargano have lost yeah. to Cross. I think that you would know? have been way better. I, I, didn't, I don't agree with Tommaso Ciampa. Being happy to be put have to put carrying over like that bad. I did. I don't know. I just. I didn't have. I'm, I'm a. Maybe it's because I'm a Tommaso Ciampa fan. But I just. I don't know. I think it should have been a. Uh, they should have given him more time because this. No. This was only like a two and a half hour pay per view. You could have added another ten minutes on there. Can we talk about Carrying Cross as manager? Like I think I'm in love. Um, don't <laughs> tell Jody. But whoo, she's nice. She's nice on the eyes. Except their entrance is weird. It takes too long. Yeah, and her lip syncing into the camera, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I thought Orange is the Orange is the new black left. <laughs> who is the band that played? Code Orange. Code Orange. Who who likes orange soda? I think that's what the Kel band Kel likes called. orange soda. <laughs> I, I dated a girl like that, that every time we drove around, she wanted to sing whatever song was on the radio, and then she wanted to make like direct eye contact with you. Yeah. And you're just like, this is awkward. I don't yeah, need I this. Like, Quit I'm looking at my face. So I'm looking at my face, bro. Yeah. But anyways, I'm glad because it gets him over. It gets this guy over. It, well, the other thing was is Carrie Cross ends up using an F5 in the end. Yeah. And then puts him in a in a uh, headlock that immediately puts Tommaso Chaffa asleep. Like, he didn't even tuck him in. Dude was out in three seconds. Yeah. And maybe it's just like, yo, Brock, what's up? <laughs> that might be it. Uh, final match, the main event. Charlotte Flair puts her NXT Women's Championship on the line against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. This was my match of the night. I loved this match. This yeah. match was brutal. I loved the finish. I, this match had no low points. I loved it. Rhea Ripley looked like a fish out of the water at one point. Like, it had everything I wanted. Yeah, because you're not a Rhea Ripley fan. No, I am a Rhea Ripley fan. I just don't mind if she gets her butt kicked every so often. Well, she w did get her butt kicked. She worked her butt off the up the card to get there. Oh, absolutely. So there was four times I caught EO when the ref was like, hold on a second, we have to wait. Because they ran like a replay and it was clunky, even though I know she's really, really good. But like, it was almost like timing a couple times. I was like, eh, that's not right. I see what you're talking about. And that I, I don't know if that's Rhea's issue or if it's a production issue. But I saw, I know what you're talking about. It wasn't about. Rhea, EO. it was EO. EO. But yeah, there was a couple production malfunctions where the ref was like, hey, no, just wait. Um, or hey, wait a second. And he pointed... And you could see Charlotte Flair, like, starting to crawl back in. So I was like, ah, oh, God, like, you can see that. Yeah, like, without yeah. fans, you're seeing that. It wasn't live. At any point, they could have just cut to, like, Rhea or Charlotte by themselves to just get rid of that. Yeah, 
I like Eo's song. I like her entrance song. Oh, cool. It's Neat. cool. It's cool. Rhea Ripley forgot one boot. Yep, she's like, oh, well, I need to borrow somebody's. Does anyone have a white one that goes with this black one? Uh, I like the finish where Charlotte couldn't get out of the figure four lock in time. Yeah, that's a, that's a fine way to keep her safe and keep Rhea safe because she had two moves done on her. EO winning, I don't think is right. I never thought Rhea should have lost it yet. Like, it sounds like Charlotte's going back up to the main roster already. I agree with Charlotte winning the belt against Rhea. I don't see that Rhea is ready to beat Charlotte yet. I think Charlotte is still like the top of the mountain when it comes to women wrestling in the WWE. But for her just to win the title and then just to lose it like a month, two months later, just to then go back up to the main roster was just such a waste. She shouldn't have been involved in the first place. It just went, if they would have kept Charlotte for at least another like maybe six months, I would have been okay with it. But just for her to lose it like this and she's just out the door, that just sucks. Oh, I don't agree with it. I'm sorry. I never thought Charlotte should have the NXT belt. Just, that's me. Like, I just didn't believe that made sense. And now, word on the street is Charlotte might be challenging for the men's title. Oh, I saw that too. And that, I, that may have also been the big angle that they were going to do this summer was, hey, we're no longer uh, women division and men division. We're just mixing it all together. But what do you do? We'll see what happens. What do you want to grade in your house 2020, Pete? I'll give it like a C plus. I think that's one of my lowest NXT takeovers. I think it is. I've ever graded, but you're jaded. You're Dude, so jaded, it was Pete. it was so bleh for me. And there was like a big problem because it was kind of there was a couple of places where it wasn't lit well. And you know what probably could have like lit a room up, you know, with maybe a little She's not even on the show. Well, Pete. could you feel? No, I the... can't. Feel it. I don't even feel it. She would have lit up a couple, you know, of the areas like the fans, the glare. I was like, where are anybody like with all the sneeze guards? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're just slamming on it. I'm like, oh, my God. Like because the reflection, you could see the hole in your house. I, yeah, I guess you need the sneeze guards up, but like, do you need the sneeze guards up? I think they should have put each person in their own little pod. Could have. <laughs> uh, you got the elimination chamber of fans. <laughs> well, I'm going to give In Your House a B minus. Okay. There was a stacked card when it came to your current NXT talent, but there was a lot of timing issues. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I do think was positive was a lot of matches were fast paced. There were no low points. Um, they just got right into the action right away. The women's match at the beginning, I think, really just set the tone but again it just comes down to how much i just miss an audience yeah and it's two and a half hours yeah that's such a positive thing love it let's get into some more news here rob ronkowski is uh reportedly done with the wwe don't care i don't like him he's done uh sounds like our truth got his 24 7 title back so good for him he tried to take out one of my favorite players on uh, the Buffalo Bills. So, no, I do not like Rob Gronkowski. He's Aww. a cheap shot. Yeah, fuck that guy. And, and I hope your player wins everything, Pete. Trey Day will win everything. Okay. All right. I don't think you could say that anymore. Next thing, uh, FTR makes their official debut in AEW on last week's Dynamite. They helped out the Young Bucks. I don't know what this means. No, they didn't help out the Young Bucks. They're staring them down. They're starting well, a rivalry. Yeah, they still saved them. Well, I mean, whatever. They're making their mark. I cannot wait. There are so many great matches that can come with FTR over there. I love I it. I can't wait to see peak heel FTR because like some oh. of the, the heel gimmicks that they used to do back in NXT, oh, unbelievable. I miss them. Sometimes I just go back and watch some of the things that the Revival used to do in NXT. It's so good. They're also like doing stuff like 
they put out a tweet saying, oh, guess what? You're not going to see a bunch of super kicks over and over, and we're not going to do this move over and over again. You're actually going to see wrestling. Versus the Young Bucks, which just have super kick parties, yeah. so we'll see how well that goes. All right, Pete, who is your dud of the week? My dud would have to be, hmm, what do you think? The Gonzalez girl? Mini Gonzalez? <laughs> All right. Like, All right. It's her first match. She's there to showcase. And really, I didn't know. Wise choice. I am going to go with Code Orange. <laughs> you know, Code Orange up. Put them up on my screen, too. Such I want Code Orange. They were even in the audience earlier, and you could tell they just and didn't the give a fuck. girl staring like a zombie at the camera, like, yeah, I'm the lead singer. I'm the this lead is, singer. This is my character. I'm heel. <laughs> Get out All of right. here. Pete's Go write a better song. Um, Balor. Balor? All right. I'll give it to you. I'm going to give it to Dream just because I really liked his entrance. Yeah. I, I love the Negan outfit. I think it made the night for me. Made sense. I was almost going to say Dream. I thought you were going to pick Dream after you texted but me last he night. he didn't win. <laughs> he if didn't. he would have won, I would have picked Dream, but he didn't. <laughs> and I'm like, Balor, Balor still got it. Balor's the yeah. man. Yeah, I, I mean, I dig we're back. I, I am a huge fan of him being in NXT. I think he can replace what they were trying to do with heel Gargano because I think Balor can be top heel. Balor can reimagine a new character for himself in NXT. I mean, he may, he may be able to make a new faction in NXT. He's really good at making those. Mm-hmm. All right, Pete. Well, hey, that is the Full Nelson Press, episode 83. It is a wrap. If you enjoy our witty banter on sports entertainment, make sure you find the Full Nelson Press Facebook page and like us, and also subscribe to the Full Nelson Press on YouTube. Anything else you want to add, Pete? Uh, no. What have you been playing? Overwatch. I've been oh, playing that's Overwatch. Right. I've been playing Overwatch, uh, you know, so I've I dig it. I really like it. It's a lot of fun. So, when are you gonna start doing some streaming? When our internet works better, Brandon. <laughs> I am sorry about that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, the people want to know. They've been I know. No. It's blowing up. <laughs> right on, man. Well, hey, go watch some wrestling. Yeah, but.